The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on in the world of business, technology, and HR. Here's your host, Ira Wolf, and co-host, Keith Campagna. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Googleization Nation and Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show. Uh, where we talk each week about how to prevent the shift from hitting your plans. And there's certainly a lot of shift hitting our plans these days, including uh, 10 minutes ago, right before I went on the air, uh, the, uh, my computer decided to lock up. Uh, so that's one. Uh, and then uh, second of all, we're still waiting for our guest. So uh, a lot of things are going on. Uh, also, just got a, a, a text like seconds ago. Uh, and uh, looks like uh, COVID-19 is officially a pandemic. Um, crisis is growing. Stock market's fallen. Conferences are being canceled. Schools and universities are closing. Uh, you I, I know, love plans how you are up the, in the I air. Love, I love how you started the podcast with the computer going down. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's, it's all of the above. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's just a bunch of craziness going happening. Um, you know, it, the emails. It's like every other email is about COVID nineteen, uh, which is all important. Um, you know, everybody's sort of on edge, and uh, you know, again. Uh, when the shift hits your plan, that's certainly doing that a lot. Um, so hopefully uh, we're going to get uh, my our guest on the air because uh, he was supposed to bring some calm to this madness. Um, Joe Burton, uh, Joe. CEO of Will. Oh, hey, Joe. You there? <laughs> I am indeed. Yeah, Joe hey, Okay, Burton's super, here. super, super. So, hey, we were just, that was perfect timing. We're just about, uh, we're doing our intros and uh, just about uh, doing our talk. So, little less shift is hitting our plan at the moment. Uh, Joe is uh, actually CEO of Will. Uh, we'll be talking about that. He's the author of Creating Mindful Leaders. We'll, and uh, met Joe last year, not quite a year ago, but just about then. Been trying to get on the air and had no idea when um, when we finally got, <laughs> Joe, when we got you scheduled, that uh, there'd be so much going on in the world and uh, how mindfulness might be uh, one of the antidotes. So we'll be right with you in uh, just a, a few seconds there. Um, so uh, let me run down a few announcements, uh, kind of a recap of a few events this past week, and then get to uh, definitely want to get to Keith and Joe's comments on how things are going. Uh, first, uh, we got to thank uh, once again Zor.ai and Success Performance Solutions for being our sponsors. They help us be on the air every week. Um, so please check them out, and you'll hear a little bit more about them uh, at the break and uh, about halfway through the show. Um, our show is live today, so if you have any questions, call us at 561-623-9429. That's 561-623-9429. Uh, you can also post the question in the chat on w4cy.com or send Keith or me a message on LinkedIn. 
um, either directly or you can respond to one of the posts and we'll try to monitor that. And I will definitely do our best to get your questions answered. Um, Kind of been on overdrive uh, as well, doing a lot of content creation. Uh, in addition to the weekly podcast, uh, I've got a couple guests, uh, one or two guests each week on my live stream next week. Keith, hopefully yes, we're going to get you on Monday. We have sure. to get to set a time. Uh, but one of the ways to keep track of all the things that are going on, and, uh, and again, there's just so much content, and I post all of it on LinkedIn and Twitter, but sometimes uh, you know you do miss it. But if you want to be notified of uh, past events and future events, including a few webinars coming up, uh, it's easy, easy, easy to get uh, to join. Go to GoogleizationNation.com. It's a mouthful, GoogleizationNation.com. Or I made it easy for everyone who's on mobile. You can type GNation, as in Google, GNation to 64600. So you can text 6400, type in the word GNation, uh, one word. And uh, you'll uh, you'll get instructions, and uh, all we need is an email, so uh, you'll get updates. Um, here's where I want to get some feedback from both Keith and Joe. Um, you know, we're experiencing a lot lately. Um, yeah, I just got notified of a couple meetings canceled. In fact, I was supposed to uh, tour a local uh, manufacturer tomorrow, and they just put lockdown of guests, outside guests. It's only essential people allowed into their uh, into their facility. Uh, my alma mater, Muhlenberg, uh, announced last night uh, they're closing down uh, for the next couple of weeks, like a lot of other schools. Um, so we get, you know, we get a lot of warnings for, you know, uh, every single, it seems like every single minute there's, there's something else going on. But interesting enough, um, and I don't know both of you, I know, do a lot of speaking and you're out and about. Uh, I attended a SURE meeting just the other day. It's, it was one of many um, that I do. And uh, as, I, as I walked in, a couple of people want to shake my hand. You know, it's just certainly impulse goes to shake it back, and then I sort of caught myself. Uh, but I watched a lot of the attendings just kind of going through business as usual, shaking hands, hugging. Um, you know, as I was speaking, I'm watching people sneeze into their hands and cough in their hands. Watched one attendee right before he walked. This is pretty disgusting, but he walked out of the restroom without washing his hands straight to the food line and shook one of his colleagues' hands. <laughs> so, uh, and this is from Sherm, and this is from the HR. These, these, this should be the advocates for the employees. They should be walking the talk. They should be the face of. The, they're the face of the company. So just a warning out there, um, you know, people need to, you know, it's not to be fearful and, and craziness, and, but, you know, please take, you know, act like it's not normal. Uh, it's not. Uh, take your precautions. Uh, good news is I go to the supermarket. You know, uh, we stopped at Costco and our local market the other day, and it's it's amazing. Everybody's sort of wiping down their carts. So people are taking it seriously, but I didn't think, see it being taken too seriously at a short meeting. So that was sort of surprising. I, I wasn't even sure if half the people would show up. Um, it's normally a pretty conservative, cautious group of people. Um, and uh, so I, and, and just this other statistic came up, and then I want to get everybody's opinion on it. Um, survey just was released. Uh, I, don't, I, I think it was the end of the month, but it just came out. Um, I just read it yesterday. Uh, 600 executives in 20 industries, so it's pretty significant. 47 per, 47% of their top performers left their company in the last year. Uh, almost half of top performers switched jobs, left the company in the last year. 
more troubling stat than that was 51%. Again, half of the people that replaced those first staff that left were not good hires. Uh, so we seem to be going around in circles quite a bit. So it seems like I've probably teed up about 14 hours of program that, that Keith and I, Keith and Joe can uh, <laughs> chime in on. Um, but there's a lot to talk about, and especially with that uh, high rates of turnovers and things, uh, there's a lot of things that companies can do, especially when it comes to um, self-awareness and mindfulness and leadership. So uh, it's, it's, it'll be great to get to Joe. So, Keith, I'm going to give you first crack at it because I know you're prob- probably chopping at the bit, and then well, we'll, uh, we'll bring Joe on. You know what, Ira? I'll, I'm going to actually ask Joe to talk a little bit here just because I'm pumped to have Joe on the show. I think – um, yeah, that, right up, you know, if, right if the up audience doesn't know this about me, right? Like, I think that mindfulness and the soft skills that will actually pr- promote is the competitive advantage, not just as a profession, not, not just as an organization, but as a person, as an organism inside an organization. And Joe, I like to just pass the baton over to you and ask you your thoughts about the role that mindfulness and, and the actual impact that your software promotes and what you're seeing it, you know, going on inside of your clients and, and some of the feedback. Well, Iron Keith, thank you so much. I'm, I'm likewise, I'm super excited to be here. And uh, I know you're, uh, you know, big supporters of mindfulness and emotional intelligence. And so it's, it's my true pleasure. I, I think we live in, in such an interesting time right now. And the, you um, know, uh, I recall my past life working in public companies for most of my career. And, you know, the idea of mindfulness or meditation or even emotional intelligence skills was not only considered a soft skill, you know, five, 10 years ago, but it was considered a little bit woo-woo. And uh, I think, wow, how the world has changed. When I think about these, these kind of skills, uh, you know, it, it really is contextual. And first, let's just start with what's going on in the world today and you know, what kind of skills do you need to manage that Right. So yeah. we're not just um, asking employees to come in today and say, hey, your job description should include managing constant ongoing change uh, where uh, there's a significant level of ambiguity. Good luck. Right. right? And then <laughs> and then we add into that. Oh, by the way, can you manage your thoughts and emotions and maintain a a calm composure in the face of increasing changes related to your environment, you know, global warming, terrorism, pandemics, natural disasters. And so the, the undercurrent of societal stress is on the rise and there's a lot of information coming out around, you know, these aren't one-time events. This is not an unusual year. There's going to be lots more of this stuff over the next 10 to 20 years. And so for me, if you take a step back, it's really between work and life and society. Do you have the skills to remain calm when things are changing rapidly? Right. And I I think what's going on with with the coronavirus, um, you know, what, what we're seeing in different parts of society, the, I think the firm answer is not really, um, you know, people are are, are, are are kind of losing it right now. And I think in some ways, in, in, uh, in some situations, things are being handled in very thoughtful, planned and coordinated fashions. And in other ways, um, you know, the, 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 there's a, a media sensationalism 
that's driving a lot of fear and worry and concern. And so we're seeing this with large customers who are reaching out to us thinking, how do we help calm our employees down? And, and uh, small organizations, you know, like our team here, here at Will, uh, with individuals, right? Everyone has a different reaction to what's coming their way. So I think these skills are critical, um, not only for what's going on today, but, you know, it's not going to slow down in the next 10 to 20 years. So I'll, I'll leave it there with, a, with the question, do people have the skills necessary to manage constant ongoing change? Well, I, I can, you know, I'll, I'll chime in. I mean, you know, my, in my viewpoint is absolutely not. In fact, um, it even goes beyond, you know, skills like this, which were considered the soft skills, not super important. We lived in a kind of a technical skills world. We still, you know, a lot of companies still hire exclusively on technical skills. There's more and more looking at different personality aspects, but certainly, um, you know, not, as, not everyone looks at things or even understands things like emotional intelligence and self-awareness and self-management skills, uh, you know, which is certainly what you offer. Uh, but there was just a uh, survey that was done, uh, or it was, it was actually not just done, but it was the, the results were just released by the National Skills Coalition, and they looked at multiple industries, and they, and not specific to uh, what some of the life skills are that we're talking about, but even base, very, very basic skills that one-third of manufacturer and manufacturing workers and one third of healthcare workers have zero, all close to zero or minimal skills for digit for a digital proficiency. Now, now maybe that's you know from when you when you're talking about being disconnected, you know maybe they're the maybe they're the smart ones. <laughs> they say they're they're not using they're they're not living in this digital transformation process. But as far as workforce, as far as the ability to to um, you know even get news, but the ability to uh, get a job, a good paying job, um, you know have a good lifestyle. Um, you know, one third of the of the manufacturing healthcare workforce, uh, which is certainly uh, what what drives a lot of our economy, are completely unprepared. Unprepared, and two third, and the other third of them only has basic skills. So I can't imagine uh, when people don't have life skills that they need to to even bank and you know pay at grocery stores and now especially with the pandemic more and more companies are are you know refusing cash there's more people just using credit cards and you know and and transmitting of how well, they're going to survive so you know i mean right, it, it, so me, it takes it to to another direction so i think we're, they're way way unprepared let me go let me be the yin to that yang there literally okay. right so if we think Why about we the how show? <laughs> and and Joe, like I think this plays right into what your vision is. Uh, I'll assume for now, but I, I definitely want to hear your thoughts. But it's this. My idea is that there's no better time in the history of our civilization where every the majority of humans have access to the kind of technology programming systems uh, uploads that we can change habits. We, be, we can literally become more aware because we have access to these kind of ideas, the kind of promotion of, you know, mindfulness, uh, well-being, um, you know, the, let's call it Eastern philosophical varieties of what's going on. Because when there's chaos, there's also calm. And there's this, you know, on, like for me, I, when I hear the idea that a third of the, the working 
uh, population doesn't have uh, the the awareness that there's this need for skill set uh, reskilling, uh, soft skill reskilling. I I think that now's a great time for us to be able to help all of the population of the working force because everybody's mo- more people probably have you know the uh, connection to the to the internet where they can get programs like Will that are coming out and making it easy for people to recognize that they don't have to watch the news they could watch something else and they could learn so, um, they can learn that way but and my my question to Joe was um, Joe with the the habits that are in place now where you see you know uh, stress sells, right? So the media, the political system, people are addicted to it in many different ways. Some of it they are aware of, some of it they're not. Do you think that that plays a role into the uh, like the intensity? Do you feel that there's a lot of intense stress going on right now? And and you know, do you think that the way that people behave outside of work has more or less to do with what they're dealing with inside of work? I, I think there there absolutely is, and that um, I think we're that that intense stress is showing up in a lot of different ways. But the you know society's changed a lot in the past five years, where right now it's in vogue to have enemies, right? Us versus them, Democrats versus Republicans, Americans versus Russians, and the and this is playing out politically and societally around the world. The um, you know the the concerns of immigration. Um, uh, racism, uh, misogyny, you know, you name it, all of it's on the uprise. And, and people think like, oh, America's going through a rough time right now. The world's going through a rough time right now, right? So the, I think the way that shows up is we have a battle of habits going on. And it's really easy to feed bad habits, right? And, to, and, and, and there's a lot of clinical research around this. But uh, um, I think the uh, Center for Addictive Disorders, you know, names technology as the number one uh, addiction risk facing humanity, right? So that's a big deal. It's not opioids, it's not heroin, it's technology. And it's really easy to get hooked on uh, TV and binge watch shows and spend four to five hours on the internet and consume garbage. Um, And the most people I think aren't equipped to understand is like, oh, your, your, your brain gets better at the things you practice most. And these kind of thoughts and behaviors become habits, and then they become an, an ingrained part of our character. So we end up hooked on things like uh, stress and anxiety and insomnia because our, our thought patterns are constantly focused on the bad or regret or you know anxiety about the future. And what we're trying to do is offset those habits with good habits of, oh, you know, get into the habit of managing your thoughts and emotions. Right. You can actually learn how to relax your central nervous system instead of being fired up, uh, wanting to attack or feeling like you are attacked all the time. And so I think, you know, it's your point. There is no better time to access the, the technology, but we're, we're engaged in this epic battle of there's also no better time to take the bait, get stressed out, spend, waste hours of your day every day uh, with the things that are plaguing us right? Regret about the past, anxiety about the future, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so I think our our opportunity and what we do at Will is how do we bring balance and actually train skills so people can understand, oh, I'm not living in a very healthy way. And it has a huge impact on my thoughts, on my emotions, on my performance, on my relationships. 
And, you know, once we get them in there, um, we think we have a pretty good chance of at least balancing the odds. And that's what people need right now, I think, is a, a fighting chance to not be so stressed out all the time. So, so Joe, let, let's kind of just roll. We sort of dove into the deep end of the pool here real quick. And uh, for a lot of people, they may not be familiar with mindfulnesses. I know a lot of people confuse it with meditation, um, you know, and, and for, for many people, that's sort of a soft and gooey, you know, uh, like, how is this going to help me, um, you know, doing yoga and meditating. And uh, so let's go back to some basics. So we've been, you know, we've been talking about mindfulness. We, we, we'll, we'll get to, you know, hopefully we'll have some time to get into emotional intelligence and what's, what are some of the things, even if it's not emotional intelligence, but whether this things that an everyday person can do give them kind of describe mindfulness what is it and then if you can help differentiate it because i know you do a really good job in your book but help differentiate that between meditation sure so i think you know this is first this was me uh you know my public company like 10 years ago when you know my body was falling apart from you know, at the time, I think it uh, six to eight years of chronic back pain, I had two herniated discs in my back and that, you know, back pain turned into insomnia and that turned into asthma and that turned into what, you know, what I would describe as a bad attitude inside of a public company. And, um, you know, the idea of meditating to me, not only was it gooey, it was kind of weird. And it was, you know, I was concerned about, you know, what if, what if somebody found out <laughs> I sit on the board here and, uh, I, I think it's good that times have changed. What really brought me in was understanding like, what is this stuff and how does it work? And so first, there's a big difference between meditation and mindfulness from my perspective. Uh, meditation is one form of attention training, right? So we're, we're taking a break and keep in mind, most of us, our brains are going constantly all day long. And, and that's a problem for mental and emotional health. Uh, m- uh, meditation is a form of attention training where we take a break and, you know, here at Will, we recommend, you know, these micro breaks five minutes at a time to really calm the mind and focus your attention on one thing at a time. So in this case, you're focusing on your breath, the sensation of how it feels in your body, breathing in and out, and literally just focusing on that sensation for five minutes at a time. What science tells us is that builds up this ability to be able to focus, uh, which you can then apply to any aspect of your life, right? So you can focus more on your kids or your ability to have a conversation or to listen to this podcast. And that's a great skill to have. So consider meditation, one form of attention training. There are dozens of ways that you can train your attention. Meditation is a very popular form. Uh, so I consider that practice and well, mindfulness for me is really uh, game time. H- how do you apply these skills that you learn uh, uh, to your life? And when we talk about mindfulness, I really think about it as our lifestyle. Um, can you show up as your best self more regularly to be uh, aware, present, focused, and you know, open, non-judgmental, kind, empathetic, uh, give other people the benefit of the doubt? And all of that, those skills start with this foundational element of can you pay attention and be aware of the present moment. And so for me, I think this is, you know, fast company calls this, you know, um, uh, mindfulness and emotional intelligence skills, the must have skills uh, for modern professionals. And I think that's right uh, because in the absence of being able to stay calm and be focused on one thing at a time, um, 
it's very easy to get tangled up into multitasking and always being angry and never giving people the benefit of the doubt and kind of being, you know, loaded for bear all the time. And that's not healthy. You know, it takes, you know, it takes years off of people's lives. So the, uh, hopefully that answers your question. It, the difference it does. Between meditation practice and mindfulness applying these skills, uh, you know, to actually have a better life and, and better I, Ira, let me let me chime in here. I know we're coming up on the break soon, but um, this is th- what Joe's explaining isn't just because he happens to be the CEO of a software company that provides access to this kind of habitual um, routine and information. Joe's company is built off of actual hardcore scientific-driven research that shows brain activity. And as it relates to not just stress, but to success and things like creativity and collaboration as it relates to the way your brain works and the way that you can learn. And there's a whole lot of real world data, more reliable and more um, presentable data than what's on the news and what's what most people literally get upset about because they don't know what's real and what's not. And meanwhile, there, Joe, right, there's that addictive example of addiction in terms of they, most people who are tied in or, you know, in that news cycle mindset, they're basically not aware that that's what's making them stressed. And so, there, you know, I haven't watched the news since 2011, Joe, just because it seems like everything's okay when you do that. <laughs> but with that in mind, I've, I've, I've been watching other things. I've been watching uh, Stephen Kotler out in the, um, the Flow, Co- uh, Flow Collective, I think. It used to be the Flow Genome Project, where they, they brain mapped extreme sports people and recognize what flow can do and how it impacted the rest of the body and meditation wound up becoming another way to do that. Um, So to answer, I'm going to answer one of the questions we got that came in through the, through the show. And that is to, to figure out ways that you can start adjusting towards the stresses because of the pandemic and all the other things, start looking into YouTube Spend 15 minutes, look at YouTube and type in things like, how can I feel better today? And just see where that takes you. You could find a five-minute video, a two-minute video. But if you do that once a day, you'll start to literally pull your attention away from things that are beyond your control. And then you could start to control things. And it's almost as easy, Joe, right, as controlling your breath. And, and we're, we're going to take a, a quick break here, but I, I know that Joe's got some resources available as well, and he's got his book, uh, Creating Mindful Leaders. So that's something that we're going to talk about when we come back, and uh, that was a, a great segue because when we come back, I definitely want to be able to have our listeners uh, kind of walk away from uh, you know the show with some things that they can immediately apply. And if you're a manager or uh, an executive or an owner of a business, of uh, things that you can start helping your employees with uh, right away, because uh, obviously everybody's uh, under a lot of stress, panic, and the shift is certainly hitting the plan. So you are listening to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization show. We've got our guest, Joe Burton. Uh, he is the CEO of Will, that's W-H-I-L, uh, he's the author of Creating Mindful Leaders, and uh, we're talking about uh, everything that's going on, a lot of the chaos in our world, but how to bring a little calm to that. 
uh, as individuals, a uh, little piece, uh, being, how to be a little bit more resilient. And uh, as he says, it says it right on the front cover of his book, How to Power Down, Power Up, and Power Forward. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to hear from our sponsors, Zor.ai and Success Performance Solutions. Stay right where you are. We'll be back in less than two minutes. Imagine how your company would grow if your candidate experience earned a 99% approval rating. Well, to get to 99%, you need the three best letters in recruitment technology, XOR. Zor's text bots, chat bots, and audio bots increased IKEA's candidate conversion rate 455%. Zor decreases candidate drop-off rates, improves your candidate experience, and collects analytics for future strategies. To learn more, check out Zor.ai. It's XOR.ai. Hi, everyone. This is Ira Wolf, author of Recruiting in the Age of Googleization. I'm excited to announce that my online course, Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter, is open for business. This course is the culmination of a two-year-long project and releases recruiting tips I've learned after hundreds of hours of research, speaking with thousands of conference attendees, and interviews with dozens of experts. It's all available to you in Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter. To receive more information or get started, visit our website at www.successperformancesolutions.com and click on the tab, Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter. Hey, welcome back to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. I'm your host, Ira Wolf. I'm with uh, Keith Compagna, my co-host. And uh, we've got uh, another great guest today. We've got Joe Burton, CEO of uh, Will, W-H-I-L. Uh, his company specializes in uh, helping people be more mindful. He's the author of Creating Mindful Leaders. Um, he's got a great book out there. He, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more how you can get that. But during the break uh, we were talking about, uh, Joe, you had uh, quite of a huge announcement uh, that wasn't supposed to be public until the end of the week, but maybe they uh, released it so we can put it on uh, Geek Skeezers and Googleization too. So uh, if, if you want to share um, that a little bit. And then we'll get back into some of the things that, uh, you know, people can do on, a, on an individual basis to help bring some uh, calm back into their, uh, into our chaotic, chaotic lives. Yeah, well, th thanks for that. And I'm, I'm really excited to share uh, the, uh, uh, we have a new partner that's uh, going to be making a press release today. I think a, an overly anxious reporter jumped the gun, uh, which caused a little bit of stress, uh, oddly enough. But uh, CVS Health, uh, which is a Fortune 19 brand, is uh, announcing a new partnership with Will. Uh, so they'll be uh, recommending our product out to their clients. And of course, they have tens of thousands of uh, enterprise customers. And, um, you know, we spent the last six months, uh, as they describe it in their press release, really meeting their needs around, you know, uh, uh, technology, uh, data, privacy, uh, clinical review, of uh, our content, and I'm just so proud. Uh, our team here works incredibly hard, and you know, I know, I know you guys in, in particular will know it is so hard <laughs> to bring these to life. And so I'm grateful for CVS Health, and um, you know, we're going to be out having lots of their uh, clients and lots of individual members with uh, you know managing stress, improving their sleep, uh, and their overall mental and emotional well-being. So big, big, big day here at Will. 
Well, big kudos to you. Big congratulations. That's uh, that's yeah. fantastic. So, Ira, and I know, before we go, go before ahead. we go on, real quick. Sorry, but um, and for those of you out there, Ira and I are not sitting next to each other today, so pardon the interruptions. But Joe, that's that's I I just wanted to say congratulations. I mean, talk about validation. Now you're talking. You're partnered and aligned with probably one of you know the most well-known pharmaceutical pickup places, right? And so, uh, you know, I, I, you know, from following your company for a little while, I just want to, you know, tell you that that's really impressive and congratulations to you and your team. Thank you. We are, we are excited about it. And, uh, you know, we've got, we have uh, partners in learning management systems, corporate wellness uh, space, EAPs, and those are, they're all wonderful partners. Um, and we're growing rapidly as a result of them. And, and CBS health is just uh, the next level. They're a very special company in the world. And so, we're feeling pretty lucky and pretty fortunate today. And, and you're also, I mean, we met at uh, another company you, you do a lot of work with, um, Cornerstone, last year, uh, Cornerstone on Demand. Uh, and they, um, you know, it, interesting enough, they, uh, you know, they just announced a, a big acquisition. And, um, you know, I know you, you do some work with them. Um, uh, and I would be remiss, uh, Joe, if I don't share this with you. When my wife found that you were on the air uh, and she cherishes your book, she, she loved meeting you last year and, at the conference. And, um, you know, it, it just, just kind of I actually have the book in front of me. And you, um, you know, your words to her were your your husband always let your husband know that he's always lucky. <laughs> or, or that he's been a lucky guy. <laughs> so, um, so I'm uh, so I'm doing my my duty as 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 a dutiful spouse uh, to share those words. But you should say, hey, you didn't tell Joe hello and uh, thank him for the book, and <laughs> and that she's following that. So, uh, well, so, it's my it's my pleasure. And I remember uh, I remember meeting and I and I remember that inscription fit nicely because it was part of the conversation. And uh, you you no doubt are a lucky guy. I, I am. Oh, there's no, there's no doubt about it. You don't know all the stories. So, um, yeah, very lucky. So I appreciate that. So let's, let's go back to some of the things, uh, obviously, you know, working with CVS, working with some larger companies, working with some enterprises, but there's a lot of individuals, uh, that are listening, a lot of small businesses, medium-sized businesses. Um, what can, you know, what are some of the, the simple steps? And again, they, you know, that may be an over, um, simplification, but what are some of the, the things that, individuals can do, uh, you know, pretty easily to, um, to get started, um, you know, to take that. I, I, I've, I've participated in a lot of these and, and I know sometimes to even take five minutes and just listening and feel your, those breaths, um, you know, go through your nostrils and, and your lungs, uh, is hard for somebody who is anxious and who's excited or is, you know, is a high dynamic, uh, energetic person. So what are some of the things you can do to kind of slow it down? <laughs> yeah. And what, what I would say is um, for those folks who are scared of, of meditation, um, there are many, many ways to bring mindfulness into your, your daily routines and your habits to, you know, focus on things that are more healthy. And um, I would also say, give meditation a try and start with a minute. And um, you can find it at willwhil.com. Lots of uh, free resources if you want to learn more about this stuff. But here, here are some tips that I'd recommend just for um, being more mindful in your day and seeing if you can bring this as part of your routine. The, uh, when it comes to our mobile devices, right, we know uh, the biggest addiction risk facing humanity, like it's mobile devices, that's no surprise. Most of us are, are addicted to them. 
but see if you can use your, 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 your phone, uh, you know, once a day, you know, or once a, um, once an hour rather. So 10 to 12 times a day. And you might think like, wow, looking at my phone once an hour, um, the, uh, uh, the average, um, boomer looks at their phone about 120 times a day. And the average millennial is over 200 times a day. And the iGen that's coming next uh, never puts them down. So, you know, start there. And, uh, you know, if you have to, book it on your calendar. Okay, I take five minutes to look at my device uh, an hour. Um, next, I would say um, we're all, you know, when you talk to people and you say, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, I'm busy. I'm crazy busy, right? And we should have T-shirts that say I'm crazy busy. Everyone's crazy busy. And the problem with not stopping during the course of the day is it takes a toll on our mental well-being, right? I use the, the analogy in the book. Imagine your brain is or like a refrigerator. We stock it with all this good stuff, and then we walk away and we leave the door open. So the equipment is running constantly over the course of time. What's inside is not very good, and it starts to break down more regularly. And this, this is what's happening with our mental health. And so we recommend for every hour you work during the t- course of the day, take a five to 10 minute break to let yourself recover and do something different. Pick up a book, go for a walk, do a meditation. And the, uh, for those of you that think like, I couldn't do that. It would kill my productivity. Um, the uh, research suggests the opposite. People who work throughout the course of the day without breaks, your productivity starts to plummet after the first hour. And uh, people who take breaks are able to maintain a high level of productivity throughout the course of the day because your brain is refreshed, you can focus, you recharge, you step away from a problem, you come back with new ideas. And so I would embrace that. And then finally, uh, Ira, you mentioned uh, your lovely wife. And so I I will share this, which I think is transformational for relationships. Uh, 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 The Mayo Clinic has done a lot of research on how gratitude helps to train a mindset for positivity. And uh, one way to do that is, you know, when you go to bed each night, just, you know, say three, three things out loud that you're grateful for and share that with your partner, have them do it as well. And then when you wake up in the morning, the same, say three things you're grateful for. And so if this routine becomes part of your day, you're waking up and going to bed with positivity, uh, forward looking, things that are going well in your life. And in the absence of that, too many of us do the exact opposite. We lay down and we're unable to go to sleep and we kick up the conspiracy theories of who wronged me and what's going wrong, what's wrong in the world and who can I kill tomorrow. And these kind of things become ingrained habits. Like the brain wants to go back there and process information um, that you think about time and again, right? We create these neural pathways and then we strengthen them through our habitual thinking. And so uh, the opportunity here is to change that habit, right? Move over to gratitude. So I could go on and on with these kind of tips to transform things, but maybe I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with those three and just uh, pause there. Joe, you know what I find amazing about it? And uh, it, it's, it's everything that you just offered is absolutely free and unlimited to anyone. There's no gimmick here. There's no reason to buy. There's nothing to sell. The truth of the matter is that the easiest way for people to feel better is to simply give themselves some free time. And it's not going to be easy, but, you know, I, I, I totally 
it blows my mind to think that the the truth of the matter really is to to just sit still and breathe and and it's not exactly as easy as that uh, sounds but that's the answer but i want to i want to change lanes on you here because you mentioned research right and you mentioned how people who don't take breaks to maybe close the refrigerator door to let the system calm down a little bit they wind up they wind up fatiguing towards the end of the day and believe me when i tell you i could listen to you talk about it all day long cuz it's you know ask ira right this stuff can t- totally consumes me as well but here's my curiosity in light of the cvs health partnership for businesses to recognize the need to have to provide this kind of bridge this information what's the how do you quantify it how do you help companies recognize the return on investment for partnering with you knowing that the results of having a mentally well balanced less stressed overall person working for them is a huge upswing in business and productivity how does how does a company like will connect those dots yeah i think the you know there are two different ways and uh for most of the, and we work with about I don't know, 250 companies these days. The um, most uh, customers do start with um, people are stressed out. They're unable to focus. They're not treating each other very well, and it and it takes an impact on our culture, right? And and then that leads to uh, increasing absenteeism, increasing turnover, uh, increasing healthcare costs, right? So. But um, most companies recognize that we're in a, a crisis situation as a starting point, right? And when you mentioned, uh, I think you used the, the, the phrase earlier, stress sells. Uh, I think that's right. The stress business is booming. And the, uh, the way we connect the dots is, one, it's the right thing to do, giving employees an, an environment to work in where their uh, uh, mental and emotional well-being is uh, viewed as important, Right, that that ladders up to creating a good place to work, and all the other stuff can kind of fall in line. We um, provide uh, all the data around usage. We do this in an aggregate level. Um, a number of our clients take that data and then they correlate it to what's happening with absenteeism and turnover and healthcare costs. You know, through their brokers or car- consultants or third-party providers. So the the employee has anonymity, but we're able to show, for example the um, employees who are, are focused on reducing stress and anxiety, which is one of our training collections, or they're focused on uh, wanting to sleep better, which is one of our training collections, or improve relationships or build emotional intelligence skills. We have these 12 different areas where we're capturing the data around uh, usage and employees rate every single thing they do, right? So, and the rating is, you know, first and foremost, did this session help you? And so, you know, we're, we're very proud here. Um, 96% of users, and this is, you know, tens of millions of reviews, 96% say, yes, this is helping me. And so that's a pretty good starting point. And then from there, we also get into what kind of activities are they doing? They're, what kind of articles are they opening within our product? Uh, what kind of sessions are they going to? And it kind of gives you the, your, you know, you're able to put your thumb on the, on the pulse of what's going on in a department or a division, et cetera, in the aggregate, where you say like, oh, wow, everyone here is focused on reducing stress. And the folks over here are interested more in improving relationships or building emotional intelligence skills. Um, uh, and it opens up the conversation of, well, why is that? And that's important to an employer. 
And then for those who want to take the next extra step and correlate the data to how does this change absenteeism and turnover and healthcare costs, that's great. And we provide all the data to enable them to do that. Um, and our, our friends at Aetna, for example, have done amazing research here. They've got a white paper out where they uh, estimate they saved, uh, uh, I think, $3,000 a year in uh, healthcare costs on average for employees that are going through this kind of training. Uh, and increased productivity by, you know, two to $3,000 um, just by people understanding how to manage their schedules, how to focus, how to incorporate breaks and so forth. So you can find that. Uh, and of course, Aetna now owns uh, CVS. Uh, I'm sorry, CVS Health now owns uh, Aetna. But you can find that white paper online. And that's, I think, a really wonderful example of connecting the dots to say, how do these practices correlate into being good for people and good for business and proving an ROI. So, so Joe, I have, I have two questions because we just have about uh, five or six minutes here left on the show. Uh, one is, um, I, I, and I keep forgetting to ask you, I forgot to ask you last year, for, I forgot asking in our communications throughout there and today, um, what's Will stand for? What, how, how did you come up with Will? What, what is it? What, what does it represent? It, yeah, it's a, you know, it's, it's a mixture of where and will, where are you going and what will you create? And it was a four-letter URL I could afford to buy when I started the company. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell anyone. Um, but I really awesome. like the idea of just, in, in, you know, taking, taking a brand and sort of injecting what it stands for. And, you know, there are a lot of fun things that you can play into that, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, and willpower, and exercise. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I figured willpower was taken, so you, you might have come up with something different. So, so yeah. <laughs> Super. Appreciate it. Hey, um, I know you. You know you get. You have a lot of great sources. You got your book. Um, you know if you'll give everybody the um, the, the 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 URL again, uh, where people can download the free resources. Uh, how can they get in touch with you? Um, you know, kind of share some of that, and uh, then we unfortunately need to bring the you know wrap things up a little bit. Well, uh, I'm happy to do that. And and uh, Irene Keith, thank you so much. Uh, as a uh, uh, a geek and a geezer uh, who's been Googleized. It, it's so much fun to, to, to be with you today. Um, folks can find a lot of resources at uh, will.com, again, it's whil.com, and it's best practice guides, a couple hundred articles from experts. These are MDs, PhDs, certified experts in all that we do. Uh, if, for, if there are businesses out there interested in our product for your employees, our average price is less than the cost of a t-shirt. So we're talking about, you know, plus or minus 10 to $15 a year. Uh, to put uh, 250 mini courses in daily sessions, thousands of daily sessions to help your employees um, reduce stress, improve their well-being, uh, learn mindfulness skills, meditation, yoga, emotional intelligence, et cetera. And is, there, is there a minimum our, our, size company, Joe? Is there a minimum size company uh, with that? We're generally working with um, employees that have a minimum of 1,000 and up, but okay. we have a lot of partners that sell into small to mid-sized businesses. So oh, okay. if Good you have a learning, yeah, anyone working with a learning management system, an EAP or a corporate wellness platform, it's likely that they are resellers of the Will's product and we integrate. Um, Excellent. And I would say our, our commitment is, is really around, you know, exactly what we've been talking about here is helping people manage stress, ongoing change, create a competitive advantage for themselves, for their team, for their company, um, and really just be happier and healthier and more engaged in life. And, um, you know, likewise, the, uh, I know you guys cover uh, a lot of topics. I know this particular one is is uh, is important to you, and there's a lot of passion around it. And I, I'm just grateful 
uh, that you're getting the word out in general because I think people need the help. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, yes, no question about it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the timing couldn't have been more perfect. So uh, there might have been, uh, you know, some uh, maybe more than coincidence that uh, it took this long to get you on the air. But uh, so, but but it couldn't have been more timely. So I really appreciate it. It's great to talk to you again, Joe. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll catch you on the road. um, One of these conferences or if there's anything we can help you with, uh, please let us know because uh, we'll be sure to be sharing your information with everyone because, uh, again, it's it's definitely needed. It's my pleasure, guys. And thanks yeah. for all you do. And uh, thanks for everyone out there. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. So, Keith, we, we kind of managed to to uh, try to take 14 hours of programming content and squeeze it into, uh, you know, half hour, 35 minutes of an interview with a special guest. Uh, as usual, it was, uh, you know, it was outstanding. And uh, we've got to we definitely got to get Joe back uh, again. Uh, yeah, cover some I just, of the topics we wanted to do initially. That one of the things I, I I initially engaged him about was really talking about how mindfulness, uh, you know, is so important. But especially with emotional intelligence, and emotional intelligence is is one of those critical skills that's going to help people preserve their jobs and and grow and and be more comfortable in in their own selves. And and uh, we didn't even touch it. We barely touched upon that. So. Yeah, now that's okay. The the future work will be there. Don't worry. <laughs> so we got uh, before uh, we get kicked off the air here. A um, couple things. Uh, remember, you can text um, to kind of sign up for for you know future updates. Um, also, to get notices when uh, this is live, um, go text two six four six zero zero. That's six four six zero zero. All you have to do is type in G Nation. G as in Googleization. Just G Nation. Um, you can uh, also order a copy of the book uh, by going to join Googleization Nation, um, Recruiting in the Age of Googleization 2.0. Uh, thanks again to Zor.ai and Success Performance Solution for being our sponsors. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, congratulations, by the way, again to uh, our guest today, uh, Joe Burton from Will uh, on the CVS Health Alliance. So um, if for anybody uh, that uses CVS, uh, check it out there and uh, watch for the news release. I guess it'll, it'll tell you how to get that. Um, Keith and I are, are really grateful that you, uh, again, for all our listeners, don't forget to uh, you know tune in next week. Uh, we're here every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY.com. You can catch all our podcasts on uh, either GeeksGeezersGoogleization.com or Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, uh, pretty much wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, until next week, right here, Googleization Nation, Geek Skeezers, and Googleization. This is Ira Wolf and Keith Capagna. Don't let the shift hit your plans. 